This is Marketing Jam, a show featuring the brightest minds in marketing. Brought to you by Canada Post. Head to canadapost.ca forward slash insight podcast for ideas to add value to your marketing. As we get going into our show, I want to talk about SEO quickly. This whole search engine optimization thing. People are frustrated by it, confused by it, and probably not really getting the straight goods about how it works. Back when we outsource our SEO, we're often confused when we get the reports back. It seemed like a dark art. They were rubbing some sort of oil on our websites and supposedly magic was happening. When we started using AREFs, it was a game changer. The reports we got, the clarity on site ranking for terms, and really the transparency and understanding between off-site and on-site SEO was really helpful. Today, for all of our clients, we provide HREFs reporting and use the tool to audit sites. It's the premier SEO tool, and you can have the confidence you're getting the top quality tool that provides incredible support and resources to help you with your SEO for your brand or the clients you work with. Check out arefs.com today. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Marketing Jam. Uh, This week's episode I'm really excited about. Uh, because it has to do with my history of the internet. When I first ever registered uh, my first website, outside of GeoCities, I should mention, I did have a GeoCities when I was in elementary school. Uh, Thanks to Andy Raines uh, in his basement, we made a little GeoCities website. But but since then, when I became uh, more of an adult and actually registered a website, I I went to GoDaddy to register my website. And so uh, it's kind of bringing it back full circle here to have someone from GoDaddy on the show. And so uh, I look forward to... uh, learning from her and seeing what she has to say about branding and websites and the internet uh, and the Toronto Raptors on the show today. And thank you for coming. Thanks very much for having me on. So, and thank you. Yeah, I'm excited too. This is, this is so special for me uh, being that all the times and years I spent uh, on GoDaddy uh, also even just purchasing random domains that I thought one day someone would like to buy from me. That never did happen. I don't have that story of I bought this domain and, Someone came to me and wanted to buy it. Um, but, but Anne, why don't we start with you? How did you get to where you are? How did you uh, become uh, you know, the, the head of Canada for GoDaddy? So, um, yeah, so I'm a longtime marketer. I mean, I think it started when I was in high school. I wanted to get yeah. into marketing. And um, my path has certainly been um, a, a lot of marketing before I sort of became uh, the country manager of GoDaddy. Um, and, and so when I was in, um, when I graduated from, from university, um, Times were, you know, sort of a little bit tougher and I didn't get a job in marketing. It's what I really wanted, but I ended up uh, working for Microsoft in customer service. And um, at the time we were all full-time employees and we sat in kind of with the sales and marketing teams. And, um, you know, I spent a year and a half learning a ton about the company and just answering calls from customers and learning. And I I took a lot of my um, learnings that I got from calls and I would go to the marketing team and I'd say, here's Mm -hmm. some insights or something I created to help us figure out like what the different databases do and stuff like that and so um, the marketing team got to know me and when a role opened up for um, a product manager I was able to move into that role because they sort of created some advocates uh, for myself within that group and that started a long um, trajectory for me through various uh, marketing roles and you know basically I started out in product management which Basically, um, at the time was um, a lot of demos, um, PR, so being spokesperson for the product, uh, a certain degree of advertising. We would do print advertising um, at the time, and then just uh, events and things like that. And so 
uh, did our consumer products for a while, moved into Microsoft Office, uh, did that for a while, and then sort of just went on a, a bit more of a run through Microsoft. So I did everything from advertising, where I learned about you know writing briefs and going on shoots and, and having that experience. Um, I ran what was called, um, uh, like it was really like uh, marketing to executives, so the C-suite executives, and so we did a lot of events and I did some some of probably the most stressful things in my career were around doing big CEO level events and bringing in big name speakers and that sort of thing. Um, and then uh, ran the um, lo loyalty program. It was basically sort of a post-purchase program. And so that taught me that side of the business. And then uh, moved into segment marketing. So that was, again, working really closely with salespeople and creating leads and um, you know, um, doing a lot of events and doing a lot of work with the sales team and, and sort of finally, uh, my last stop at Microsoft was, um, moving into more of a sales, um, sales and marketing function where I was managing uh, small and mid market, uh, sales and marketing teams. And it had really been my first, uh, uh, time in my whole career at Microsoft having worked with small business and I, and I really liked it and I really, really liked um, you know, small business. And I, I don't think I had an appreciation at the time for, you know, the fact that they're really like the backbone of Canada and that, you know, there's millions in, of small businesses here in Canada and, and they're doing incredible things. And so I really got it in my head that I would like to um, do more work with small business, either maybe by becoming a small business owner, um, but ultimately uh, moved over to GoDaddy where, you know, our whole focus is on the micro small business, like people that are, you know, solo um, shops or maybe just have a few employees. And, you know, that's really the whole um, raison d'etre, I guess, for GoDaddy. And so when I, when I came on board back in uh, 2015, I was the first um, uh, marketing director that we had had in Canada. And exciting. Yeah, it was really exciting. And especially when we got budget, we didn't have budget the first year, we got budget the second year, um, you know, because we were sort of already in the, the fiscal year. Uh, but it, you know, it was exciting. And so we um, partnered with uh, some agencies here in Toronto and um, asked them to give us like a big idea. You know, GoDaddy was known in Canada. It had, um, was I think, somewhat uh, known for what you pointed out, domains, hosting. Uh, and really, you know, we're more of a full function um, company. You can get a website, you can get a, you know, uh, email, like you can get marketing tools, a whole bunch of different things. And so we wanted to... Um, really focus in on our website building uh, tools. And so we asked our agencies to come up with a big idea and they actually presented five ideas and they were all fantastic. And I think um, at the time I gravitated to the opportunity to work with Toronto Raptors for a couple of reasons. One is again, they're Canada's only basketball team. So we were looking for something that wouldn't just be popular in Toronto or Ontario, but something that you know, we thought would have some legs and work nationwide. Um, and if you look at a small business um, uh, owner, a lot of them are basketball fans. Like there's a lot of crossover between basketball fans and small business owners. And, you know, we talked to the NBA Canada, we talked to other organizations that were able to say, you know, yes, it's, it's a little bit different than hockey um, in that uh, you, you do truly see a, a wide range, a very diverse range of, of people being basketball fans. And that's really who we wanted to appeal to was sort of um, all these people. And so we, um, so we ended up, creating an integrated marketing campaign, an IMC campaign that had multiple touch points. So it started with a TV ad. Uh, and in this TV ad, we used uh, one of the Raptor players who was on the team at the time. He's since moved off, but it is, uh, was Jonas Valanciunas. 
and he was a seven foot center uh, from Lithuania, completely charming guy, known as a fierce competitor on the court. And we took him and we put him in an ad where he was making uh, itty bitty figurines. And so I have one here. Awesome. So we were making these. Uh, so this is Jonas. Uh, this is a 3D rendered uh, graphite figurine. Now the customer uh, who made these is a real GoDaddy customer called Object X. And um, anyway, we partnered with them. They made the figurines for us and then we sold them on a GoDaddy website because we wanted to, you know, so like really have the experience of um, when you go to the site and you could buy these, uh, you could buy these and the money went to uh, charity uh, for all the proceeds from these went to charity. Um, but that was kind of how the whole thing started. We wanted to have that really immersive experience where you saw it on TV, go to the website, it's built on the platform that we were uh, advertising. Uh, you could get one of these and then you, you saw it everywhere else. So it was in digital, it was in social, it was in out of home. Um, and so that's really how it started with us and the Raptors. And it was such a great program and a promotion that we just ended up doing variations of that same program. So the next year we worked with a player called Norman Powell. We created a song um, and he sold it on his GoDaddy website. Norm was actually a burgeoning musician. He was taking piano and it felt very authentic for, for him to do that. Uh, and then we worked with another player, CJ Miles, and, and we sold CJ's PJs. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And then finally, uh, this past year, we worked with um, uh, alumni, Toronto Raptor alumni, Muggsy Bogues, and we did we did these books called the Raptor Tale, mm -hmm. and and then we did we extended the campaign with these mugs, and so you got the, the Raptor mug. So that's kind of the history of both myself and my journey and kind of how I ended up where I am today, but uh, it's, it's certainly been a fun ride. I'm sure uh, Drake was one of your customers as well throughout the years purchasing those uh, Raptors paraphernalia. One would hope. <laughs> so uh, the role that you have now, it, you know, someone like myself coming to you saying, oh yeah, GoDaddy, it's where I bought my first domain. It's, it's memorable. It's nostalgic. But since then, you guys have become almost everything to a small business owner. So you're the one-stop shop, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's, it's, um, uh, a lot of entrepreneurs are great at what they do. They're great at whatever industry they're in. That's their thing, right? There's some trepidation about getting online and you know, is that going to be a hassle? Is it hard? Is it expensive? Um, and, and it really isn't. And I mean, I think the secret with GoDaddy is, you know, we've got, uh, we've got these customer care guides, we call them our guides and, um, they're 24 seven. So you can call, you don't have to be a customer. You can call, you can, shoot ideas around you can get an idea of how to get started wow. um, a lot of people call in they don't understand really what's the difference between having a domain and having a website um, and, and quite honestly before I started at GoDaddy I'm, I'm not sure I would have either because I'd always worked in enterprise mm -hmm. um, and so you know there's there's these things that um, we can help with and help them get online and, and it's really easy like you can go to GoDaddy today you start for free um, and you could type in your, your industry and a website gets populated for you and you can then go change the images and change the text, but it's generally that easy. And, you know, now our websites are free and you only pay if you want to sort of convert to um, having it on a custom domain, or like your own domain, or if you want to start, um, uh, you know, billing, like doing online commerce and that sort of thing. But otherwise, like everybody should probably try and get started and have a website. Because I remember that you said there's confusion between domain name and the website. And I also find people get confused about hosting. But what you're saying is someone maybe that's totally green, 
Uh, yeah. They can buy their domain name from you. You'll give them a free website. You can host it there. And then the, the kind of premium, the premium stuff comes in when you want to add e-commerce, would you say? Yeah, exactly. And you, to your point about hosting too, I mean, that's, uh, again, that's another big thing is people like, do you need hosting? You only need hosting if you're bringing your own website or you're building your own website on another platform like HTML5 or WordPress. Otherwise, if you get the, a builder like GoDaddy, Website Builder, or you know any other builder on the market, it comes with the hosting and it comes with the security. So um, yeah, so I mean, it's kind of all packaged together. And then you know other tools that we find people really like are things like email marketing. Surprisingly, email marketing is still quite popular as long as it's not you know overly overly uh, frequent, but uh, email marketing, um, SEO. We did a survey and we asked uh, small business owners like what they thought the number one benefit would be to help their business online. And they said SEO, but they also didn't really understand completely what it was. And I mean, simply it's basically search engine optimization that allows you to make some tweaks to your website to allow it to rank higher. So when people search for your type of business, you will be, you know, on one of the top pages so that you'll get found and you won't be buried way down, down, uh, uh, in the rankings. So, so these are the kind of things that the company does. Um, you know, with our marketing, we, we tend to try and focus on websites because I think that's the most logical starting place for, for new customers. Um, but there's a whole host of other things that once you get into it, you can kind of learn more. And as I said, you can, we've got great videos too. I mean, that's part of our marketing efforts. We put together how to videos and, blog content and newsletters and um you know and again you can call the guides so hopefully there's lots of information for for new new um uh, you know website builder people to to get from godaddy wow because the alternatives today is they could attempt a wordpress which again is robust i often describe it like lego you know it's, it's a lot more intricate to build you, it can be broken easily or there's squarespace with the duplo uh, but again, Squarespace offers uh, that service. But what you're saying is GoDaddy's, you can go and, you know, from start to finish, you don't even need to leave the GoDaddy ecosystem to get everything completed and done for a small business owner. Yeah. And and so that's really been the focus of our marketing again to, um, and, you know, we always start or we always end our campaign, uh, TV campaigns with, you know, start for free at GoDaddy. And, and that's something I think that's really powerful because, you know, well, sort of post COVID, like we're seeing way more people needed yeah. to get their businesses online, right? Yeah. So there's been a huge proliferation of people that hadn't gone online yet to, to go online. Um, so that's good. But sort of prior to COVID, like even if you go into that Canada or something like less than half of small business owners have a website and, um, you know, not everyone, like not everyone's able to sort of really articulate why they didn't have a website. I think it was just more this, um, commitment that they feel that they had to make around knowledge of building it or the time to build it or the you know the money to build it so I think that's what was holding people back but then something like COVID came and it sort of forced your hand and hopefully uh, people whether they chose our builder or another builder are happy now that they've gotten online and and are able to uh, you know put their business in front of the uh, of their you know target customers and that sort of thing. So one of the things I find with small business owners is that they um got stuck in a scary contract uh, with an organization uh, that started to do websites and, and they were stuck there, right? And they kept getting upsold and upsold or they didn't really know what was going on. Tell me about GoDaddy's experience. Is there contracts? Do they have control of their website? What happens if they want to make edits? How does that work? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, if you outsource, let's say I outsource to you and I say, can you please build me a website for my small business? And you're like, yes, absolutely. 
and you build it and we agree that it's good and I use it. Now you go and you move to Peru or something, right? You're gone. It's like, how do I get, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get at my, my code, how, you know, help me. Um, and, and you know, that's some of those people will come in and say, like, I have to build this from scratch because I can't even get into my old website. Um, you know, so, so if you're going to pick a, uh, someone to build your site for you, which is a totally viable option that I would say definitely, but just make sure that you at least understand how you can access the code and how you can update the code yourself. But if you're, um, if you want just a basic site that looks great, you can just go build it at GoDaddy. All you really need to do is, uh, pull in some, you know, like we have great stock photography, quite honestly, like there's thousands and thousands of Getty images that we've licensed that you can use to augment your own content. Um, and, and similarly with text blocks, like we've written a lot of stuff, um, for you. I was actually making a site for, uh, for my son, um, for his, uh, photographs. And I was like, okay, what am I going to say? And I opened one of the photography templates and I'm like, wow, this is really good. <laughs> like this is actually don't even really need to change this text, um, because the way it's written is so good and it's exactly what I want to say. Uh, however, I would advise people to change the, the standard text just because it will help with, um, with SEO and that sort of thing. But yeah, so I mean, you can either get a web pro to do it <clears throat> that you trust, or you can come and you can do it yourself. And um, it is so much easier than you think. We actually did a campaign with our agency a couple years ago called, um, what's it called? And it was something about build your site in an hour and people would tweet, uh, you know, just in the world, they would tweet out ideas like, I wish there was uh, meatball flavored or meatball scented soap. And so the agency had a fun idea and they created websites about like, what a meatball scented soap would, you know, be. And they had pictures and it was really fun. Right. And they would tweet it back to the customer within an hour. And we did, we did about 20 or 30 of these different um, websites just to show people in the world. Like if you think it up and you put it out there, like we, we will find it and we will actually build a fun little uh, website for you and tweet it back. It's actually a really, a really fun campaign, but the purpose of it was meant to say you can have, like from ideation to completion uh, of a pretty decent looking site was in an hour. So it was, it was really fun. That's amazing. So someone who does B2B campaigns, outreach marketing, you're looking for those small micro business owners, entrepreneurs, startup phase, just getting started. How do you find them? Where are you finding the best kind of trends and results? Um, well, I would say, I mean, the trends I'm seeing this year obviously are due to what's gone on in the world, right? I mean, prior to 2020, um, you know, I think from a marketing point of view, we were very, um, you know, we had a lot of fun with our campaigns. They were, they were great. Um, and now with COVID and with kind of like civil unrest and some of the things that we've seen, we, um, we changed our marketing. I would say we were on our way there anyway, but it's really, really about, um, authenticity, transparency. I mean, these are some of the hallmarks of, of things that we're bringing into our campaigns. And so um, I think with people feeling somewhat overwhelmed with what's going on in the world, they crave um, simplicity, they crave uncluttered experiences. So if you go to check out online, you want a really frictionless experience and you know, you want um, transparency. You wanna know what the price is, what the price is gonna be next year. Um, so that, those are, I think some of the trends that I'm seeing is just that authenticity, transparency, and we're trying to, um, bring that to everything that we do. And, and part of that too is, um, I mentioned in the past, we use these different Raptor players to showcase, um, 
uh, our product. And, and the reason we chose these players was because, you know, they weren't an expert in website building. They were an expert in basketball and, you know, they had this, and they had this sort of fake side hustle, um, which we wanted to show, Hey, any, anybody can do it. You don't have to be an expert. But now um, I think what we're starting to see in our marketing in Canada is we're using uh, real GoDaddy customers more and more. And, you know, there, we have so many customers in Canada. We're in a privileged position to be very large in Canada. We have tons of customers. And, and you know, a lot of our customers really uh, love GoDaddy, which is great. They love our care. They, li they love our products. And so um, it's not hard to find spokespeople amongst our customers that are willing to, you know, go out on our behalf and, and talk about the uh, experience. But beyond that, they're talking about, uh, we do a series called um, Mobiles in the Making, and it's on YouTube and it's in our social and we find businesses, we actually found um, a great business uh, in Vancouver called Salt and Sear Catering, and he's a GoDaddy customer. And uh, he just did a Moguls in the Making um, episode for us. And, uh, you know, really he's talking about what inspires him, um, you know, advice for other small business owners. He talks a little bit about, you know, GoDaddy and what his site means to him and his business, but really it's just meant to be more broad than that. And we just really have sort of entrepreneurs to entrepreneurs talking about, um, you know, the, the, the things that inspire them and, and make them and make them work. So and that's something that we've loved. We're also doing a, a series through social called local love, um, where we bring uh, a spotlight on different customers and, um, you know, some of the, um, great things about their business. And, and that's been very powerful and, and to the point where I think this will take on an even bigger role in GoDaddy marketing, right? Where we really want to, um, um, feature customers that have authentically chosen GoDaddy in the world and and celebrate um, their success in their business and, and bring that to life through some of our, our campaigns as well. So I think from, um, you know, from our point of view, that's based on um, just trends we've seen around um, um, giving customers, uh, our customers, more authentic uh, experiences. Hey, are you having trouble tracking inbound phone calls from your website or ads? CallRail gives you the call tracking you need to measure the success of your marketing efforts in real time. Discover how many calls you receive from your Google ads, organic searches, social media efforts, and so much more. But that's not the only reason we use CallRail. CallRail seamlessly integrates your call and conversion data with over 700 marketing tools and platforms, including Google Analytics and Salesforce to fuel deeper insights automatically. Start your free trial today with CallRail. Well, one thing I find about being a GoDaddy customer, um, not all of our domains are with you, we host it there, but every time you go to buy one, it reminds me of going to uh, like H&M or Old Navy when you go through the, or, or even like Walmart, when you go through the customer lineup, there's all these options of like little things you can get. Like, do you want some hand sanitizer? Do you want some gum? Do you want to get this headband? And my, especially if I bring my daughter, they're like, look at this headband or look, there's always things for the little kids. But it's like when I go to check out of, of GoDaddy or even Vistaprint, Vistaprint also has this format. It's like, do you need this? Would you like a side of fries? Do you need this added to your thing? Do you need this? And then by the time you get to the end, you're like, wow, they really have a lot of accessories available. And then you make it to the end if you didn't need any accessories. Maybe you bought one or two. Um, but it, it was a, it's a very interesting experience. It reminds me much of kind of how shopping is today. Yeah, and I mean, again, to bring a frictionless experience, I'm not sure that's what that is, but um, it's something that we strive more towards is to, uh, but, you know, I mean, if someone's coming in with a domain, right, if they want to buy a domain, I mean, the natural thing is, well, what are you going to do with the domain? Yeah, Just, exactly. 
yeah, it's just a piece of real estate on the, on the web, right? So, you know, you want to do something with that domain. You either want to build a website. Uh, another common thing we see is people hooking up email to it. So instead of being, you know, at Gmail or at, you know, Hotmail or whatever it is, oh. um, you can be your own professional sounding. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I feel like every grad, like, uh, I don't know what the number is today. Like, I want to say maybe because we buy enough domains, we get a certain deal. But like, let's say it's $9.99 for a domain name. And, and I don't know what your email service costs a month, but let's say it's $100 for the year. But for yeah, $110 a month. It's okay. A month. Okay. So $100 a year, let's say $200 a year, uh, makes your resume application whole first. Um, you know, like the first impression just way upgrades it for any grad or anyone who's wanting to impress people when they apply for jobs. Yeah. If you want to look legit right in this world, whether you're a student or whether you're a yeah. new business owner, I think those are, those are a couple things, right? Websites and email, they make you, they, they raise the bar. They just make you look professional. Um, you know, if you go and you say to a business owner, well, great, I'll like to go check you out on your website. I'm like, well, I don't have one, you know? And, and again, like if you're searching, I think something like, you know, 80 or 90% of all um, uh, product um, and service purchases start with a, a web search of some sort. Um, you know, you, you search for something and you, um, you know, if you don't find a website, I think it, it's, um, it's a bad message, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the other thing is, I mean, some people will say, well, I use social. I have social media and my social media acts as my online presence. And I say, great, like, great. You should have a social media presence. But it shouldn't be a case of either or. It should be both. And I'll tell you why. Like during COVID, there was a bakery in my neighborhood. It's really good. And I wanted to know when they would be reopening. And I went onto their website. They had a, a website. But on their website, they said, for information on when we're reopening, go to Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so I went to Instagram. And this bakery posts like donut pictures mm -hmm. and pies oh. and bread and sandwiches. Like they, they had a lot of posts. And I had to scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll. And then finally I found the post from like the week before that said, well, we're reopening on, you know, March 30th or whatever it was. And I thought, well, wouldn't that have worked better the other way? Like use yeah. your Instagram to send people to your website to tell them, you know, when you're going to be reopening. And then, you know, with something like the GoDaddy tool, the GoDaddy website plus marketing tool, like when you're in building your, your website, um, you've got sort of a central uh, hub where you can manage all your social as well. So if you want to post your social, you manage it through there. If you want to respond to, you know, people are um, commenting on your Instagram or whatever, like you can kind of manage it all through a hub. And it's, it's great to not have to go out to every area where you have an online presence and update them all separately and differently. Um, you want to bring everything into that, that one area, right? And have it all leverage your, um, like if you have a logo, if you have a brand color, whatever, you can make your Facebook, your Instagram, whatever look uh, same as your website. So it's really makes a nice holistic uh, experience. Uh, so GoDaddy is taking on Hootsuite and Spread Social, MailChimp, uh, Shopify. You, you, you do it all. Well, we do it all. And I mean, again, you know, everybody should make their own choice. On what yes, of course, of course. But, but I'm just saying, yeah. this is the, if you want one stop, one dashboard, one place, this yeah, is like if you genius. just need a point solution or whatever for your business, go crazy, go find the best solution for you. But I, I would say, yeah, I mean, with GoDaddy, you can get all of the, it's kind of like when I worked at Microsoft, like back in the day, right? Word was a separate product. Yeah. PowerPoint was a separate product. Excel was a separate product. And then they brought it all together under Microsoft Office. And, and the advantage was is that, 
once you learned one program, like the menus and the ribbons and the toolbars and all that kind of stuff, it was similar across the products. And it's the same with GoDaddy. Like once you've kind of learned um, the way our system works, like you're going to be very comfortable um, in that system and everything will be kind of just in the central area. So you're not jumping around. So. And one, one of my concerns for small businesses with social, and this is my kind of warning message often is if you're on rented space, you don't own that. You don't own that information. You don't own that land. So you're there and the algorithm can change any day. Your ability to reach and percentage of reach organically is going to change every day. But if you can get them to your website and get them to sign up for your e-newsletter, you own that email address. Yeah. You own that whole experience with your customer too. You control your branding, you control how, how it looks, what you want to say. Um, you know, people aren't boycotting you and those, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it is really important for people to have, uh, for people to have a website. So, Anne, I got to know, um, being the Canadian rep, uh, you know, I've, I've worked for organizations that were American and then asked me to kind of represent them in Canada. What are you seeing today is the biggest difference between marketing to Canadians versus marketing to Americans? Um, you know, for me, it comes down to just understanding the Canadian sensibilities. That's why GoDaddy put a team on the ground here in Canada. Um, we, we were always here. I mean, we're a cloud-based company. You could go on GoDaddy.com and buy whatever you wanted. But, you know, the reason that they put the team in Canada uh, five, almost six years ago now is so that we can speak to Canadians in the way that um, we feel will work for us in Canada. Part of that is through the use of, um, you know, we, we use humor in our ads. We use um, Canadian recognizable, um, you know, icons in our ads, uh, like Toronto Raptors. You know, it's just been, again, as a cloud-based company, you want people, people in Canada want to buy from people in Canada. That's for sure, right? And so, um, you know, having a presence here, establishing ourselves, partnering with other great Canadian organizations, um, to to make our, our presence uh, more Canadian, featuring Canadian customers and highlighting them. That's all so important. And I think GoDaddy is really great at letting the um, teams outside of the U.S. figure out what they need to do for their market. Um, so we've got that, um, um, you know, a lot of, and I worked for an American company too before, before mm -hmm. GoDaddy, um, where it was a little more structured, where it was a little more like, here is the global campaign and, you know, you, you ran that global campaign. Um, we have a lot more freedom here to do what's right for Canadian customers and, and the Canadian entrepreneur and um, certainly backed by some amazing um, support and talent of our product team and our other marketing teams in the U.S. But, uh, you know, we are we are uh, really doing, I hope, what's right for Canadians here in Canada. Help me understand um, what CIRA is and when someone goes to register a .ca and how that's different than, say, like a .com or a .co or a .something else. Yeah, sure. So uh, .ca is kind of the Canada domain name. You can only buy it if you're a Canadian citizen or Canadian organization entity of some sort. Um, if you live in the States, but you're Canadian, you can buy a .ca domain. So that's fine. You just have to be Canadian. And CIRA is basically, it stands for Canadian Internet Registration Authority, I think is the A. Um, and it, it they don't sell direct to uh, end users. So they're uh, registry we are a registrar and people who buy it are a registrant and actually Sierra has a great video to understand registry registrar registrant which I watched when I started at GoDaddy um, but it's good so uh, registry owns the domain so for example uh, verisign owns.com Sierra has.ca and you know when you um, when you buy a.ca you go through a registry so like GoDaddy or, or another registry 
Um, and then, yeah, you basically just have to uh, uh, fill out a, a small eligibility requirement guaranteeing that you're Canadian and then you can buy it. And the nice thing about .ca is that, in, and I said Canadians like buying from Canadians, if you have a .ca, um, it, it, it does a couple things for you. It helps you rank a little bit higher in search engines because it's relevant. And also it tells your customers that you're here, you're in Canada. Um, you know, so that's really important if you want to, you know, if you want to shop online, you feel confident knowing that you're buying from a Canadian company. So I think uh, it's appealing for a lot of reasons. Oh. So what's your biggest advice to small business owners today looking to have a great presence and a healthy presence online? Um, I, I would hope that they don't think it's hard. I hope that they wouldn't think that it's something that's, that has to be all consuming or they need someone to come in and do this for them. They don't. I think it's as easy as having um, a website, as I mentioned, you may already have some social media and linking the two is really important. And then I would take, you know, it's almost like taking small steps, right? Get a website, see how it goes. You might find it a hassle to get some pictures. Maybe that's your first step, go out and get some pictures. Um, you know, we're, we're going through um, some websites right now and, and I've noticed a lot of them are using the GoDaddy written copy. And as I said, it's, it's great copy and it's, relevant for a lot of um, different situations. So but it's not, it's not Laura Mipsum though, is it? The Latin? No, 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 no. It's like, it's real company. It's <laughs> okay, like, okay. Um, I got into photography back when I was in high school. It, like it's like written like first person uh, stuff. It's actually really good. Uh, but anyway, you should update that. Like, so you should start just taking these, these steps. Okay, I'm gonna put my, my own photographs in or I'm gonna augment the, the photographs that are already in there. I'm gonna do my, um, my, uh, my text. And then, you know, customer testimonials, I think, are another really good thing to add on there. Like, who, who have you, like, if you, you're in landscaping, right? Show me some of the landscaping that you have done. Uh, show me some reviews that customers have given. So you can start adding these things, and then you can get, you know, now I'm going to SEO optimize my site, or maybe now I'm going to add online appointments or online selling. So you don't have to start, like, with the world all figured out. You can start, um, you know, slowly get into it, build a site for free, go, huh. That wasn't so bad you know now now what are my next steps and sort of map that out and you know there's different things like email marketing as i mentioned as a, as a really common one for people to sort of get into as the next phase um optimizing your site and then you know again you can use your site for different things like um hey we're having a sale or you know i would just make sure that if you're if you're doing things like that like i when i was looking for a dog I went on a whole bunch of websites and it's like, we're, you know, having puppies in the spring of 2011. I'm like, huh, like that was several years ago. So, you know, you just want to make sure that your, your uh, content uh, is, is updated. So um, just don't bite off more than you can chew, right? If you're going to put a lot of um, uh, updates on your site, just make sure that they're timely, relevant, they're coming down the mission. So. And um, two things I'm really encouraged by. One is I feel like uh, GoDaddy is freeing people from these horrendous contracts that they can get stuck in for a year especially these small business owners that don't know a lot. And I hear story after story. Uh, BIV actually did a great story on this as far as what happens to these small business owners who get locked in these contracts and they can't get out. And, you know, and, and that's kind of a, the web is supposed to be so liberating and um, democratizing to business. Um, and so thank you for that. And, and secondly, I love that you have an option for those that don't want to remember all of their passwords, all their logins. They can go to one place, get to know the dashboard, have one username, one password, and uh, they can find everything they need. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so Anne, um, quick things. Are you an iOS or an Android user? Uh, iOS. iOS. And favorite apps that you can't live without? 
Um, really the boring ones like news, weather, sports. Actually, my sports app now, uh, now that sports are back, I'm like, wow, I can use my sports app again. Uh, it's been sitting on the first page for, uh, you know, for four, three or four months of uselessness. Yeah, um, yeah I think those are the main ones. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of boring that way. Uh, on the sports thing, just a quick idea. Um, it'd be interesting to, if someone set up an e-commerce site on GoDaddy selling all the old Vancouver Grizzlies paraphernalia they collected back in the day when NBA had uh, a franchise in Vancouver. Um, and, and now some... there isn't. Maybe there is already. Who knows? <laughs> no, I bet you there. Good point. I bet you. Oh, that's so funny. Um, second question. Um, books, podcasts, e-newsletters that you'd recommend uh, for small business um, owners out there? Yeah, I mean, yes. I, 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 you know, I think reading is um, lots of different stuff is, is super important. I mean, my, my favorites tend to be things like um, Freakonomics and Super Freakonomics and Malcolm Gladwell. And I'm actually reading one right now. I actually, actually have it here on my desk. I just started it yesterday, but I really like it. It's called uh, Simply Brilliant by nice. William Taylor, uh, who is the co-founder of Fast Company. And it talks a lot about um, businesses in uh, traditional industries that have sort of broken, broken through and broken out uh, by being different. So I really like that. And then I just think things like, um, you know, there's great stuff in Fast Company and Wired and Harvard Business and Economist. Like there's just news and like, there's just so many things to read. But I find um, I get ideas when I read. I, I see a different way of thinking and it's inspirational. It's exciting. And so, you know, when you read something um, that gets you kind of jazzed, it, it can really get you motivated in a, a new direction or just solidify the fact that you think maybe you're in the right direction. So I, I love to read. I, I read lots of business stuff. It's awesome. Malcolm Gladwell's tipping point was probably the biggest kind of impact book for me when it comes to marketing. Um, and his yeah, revisionist and history. Course, his TED talks are good too. Oh, like, TED, yeah. I, I watch TED talks all the time and, and um, you know, I find with TED talks too, like you might start off at like, maybe I'll watch something on entrepreneurship. Well, that's, that's interesting and relevant for my industry. I'll watch something on entrepreneurship. And then it will sort of, you know, as it, it's kind of like YouTube, it'll recommend different TED Talks for you and you'll all of a sudden be down a path and you'll be on something like World Health or, you know, but anyway, it's super interesting and it exposes you to a uh, whole uh, sort of variety of different kinds of thinking. So uh, I love watching TED Talks too. That's awesome. And any closing thoughts, remarks? Um, no, I would just say, uh, you know, for the marketers out there, just um, I mean, one of the things that I found really successful is just saying yes, no, then I, you know, more than I say no, and just being open to stuff and um, just really understanding, like, you know, when I work to bring new campaigns to life or ideas to life, like it's an iterative process. We sit down with all our agencies. I meet with all my agencies every week on Friday, and we have great discussions about um, the future of GoDaddy and where we're going and what we're doing and, and we encourage everybody regardless of their level to be a contributor or voice at the table and you know for me it's it's worked out really well because I think we've brought uh, powerful um, you know campaigns to life just by having having sort of this weekly um, sessions with the agencies and certainly when COVID's over we can all see each other in person again I know we'll all really look forward to it but then we also do maybe a couple times a year these full, fuller day sessions where, you know, nothing's really off the table. We have an agenda, but it's really just about, um, you know, what, what can we do next? It's quite exciting and, and quite fun. And I need you to pass the message. Whoever's running your social and doing your uh, LinkedIn company page is doing an amazing job. It's probably one of the most active, engaged company pages I've seen on LinkedIn. 
great. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's been a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much. Uh, everyone, this is Anne from GoDaddy. I'm sure you've been there at some point in your career as a small business owner, as uh, an entrepreneur, as a marketer, uh, inspiring stories, great things coming out of GoDaddy. Uh, it, I, I've been very enlightened and uh, amazed at all that they have to offer for all of those people out there. So if you've got a friend, family member, colleague, maybe even a client that is looking to get an all-in-one solution, from registering all the way to email marketing to SEO. It sounds like this is a really great solution for Canadians out there. So thanks again for joining us this week on Marketing Jam. We'll see you next week on The Jam. Thanks for listening to Marketing Jam. If you enjoyed the show, head over to our YouTube or Facebook and give us a thumbs up and visit iTunes to leave a rating and review. Thanks again and see you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.